Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 87, and this is God's Big Story. Season 2. <laughs> it's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, it's another Moo's Day Tuesday, so today, well, let's moo like you're asking someone very quietly to pass the popcorn in the middle of a movie theatre. Ready? Three, two, one, moo. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Hey Dave! Hey Marv. So yeah, Marvin, I was playing some laser tag yesterday. Oh, you were? Yeah, it went pretty well, so yeah, I'd been thinking about my laser tag name. Oh, I see. So what were you thinking, Dave? Let's see. Uh, maybe something like Goofball or Moving Target? Yeah, haha, Marvin, very funny. No, I was thinking maybe something like The Hawk, because, you know, I swoop in and bring destruction. And, you know, I like the Seahawks, too. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, you do wear that hat a lot, Dave. You know, I've often thought you could be bald under there, and I probably wouldn't know. Yeah, that's probably true. You know, maybe we need to have a God's Big Story laser tag tournament. You know, then we could really see who comes out on top. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea, Dave. (laughs) The teacher will take you to school, yeah. (laughs) Oh, hey, Professor. Anyway, guys, well, laser tag aside, let's get to Corinthians. Now, yesterday, Paul was saying, hey, Corinthians, you can't be okay with sin in the church. It's like yeast. You have to deal with it or it will spread. Oh, yeah, yeah, no yeast allowed. That's it. Now, today, as we move into the next chapter, well, Paul hits another couple of problems in the church. See, not only were they not dealing with the sin that was going on, they also weren't able to sort out disputes, arguments between the believers, and so they were taking each other to court. Oh, dear. Gosh, Dave, there sure was a lot going on in Corinth. Yeah, Marv, there really was. So, as we listen to what Paul has to say about that, well, here's what to listen for. Right at the end, Paul says, when the Corinthians cheat and do wrong, well, Who do they do it to? Okay, so who do they cheat and do wrong to? Got it. Okay, so Petra, over to you. Hello everyone. Today we're looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1 to 8. Suppose one of you wants to bring a charge against another believer. Should you take it to ungodly people to be judged? Why not take it to the Lord's people? Or don't you know that the Lord's people will judge the world? Since this is true... Aren't you able to judge small cases? Don't you know that we will judge angels? Then we should be able to judge the things of this life even more. So suppose you disagree with one another in matters like this. Who do you ask to decide which of you is right? Do you ask people who live in a way that the church disapproves of? Of course not. I say this to shame you. Is it possible that no one among you is wise enough to judge matters between believers? Instead, one believer goes to court against another, and this happens in front of unbelievers. When you take another believer to court, you have lost the battle already. Why not be treated wrongly? Why not be cheated? Instead, you yourselves cheat and do wrong, and you do it to your brothers and sisters. Thanks, Petra. So, Marvin. Who do they cheat and do wrong to? Oh, they're brothers and sisters, Dave. That's it. So yesterday we read, as Paul was saying, you guys should be dealing with the sin in the church. 
And as he goes on, he says, yeah, you should be dealing with these disputes as well. Because if you can't do that, well, what does that say to unbelievers who might look at this group of Christians fighting against each other? Paul says, look, even if it means that someone does cheat you or treat you badly, isn't that better than having to go to court? Which says to everyone who might see and hear about it that these Christians are a mess. They need outsiders to come in and sort their problems out for them because they can't do it themselves. What a bunch of fools. Yeah, that does not make the church look good, huh, Dave? No, it really doesn't. Paul says, look, you are God's people. You have the truth. You have the Holy Spirit. Firstly, you should be treating each other with love, not mistreating each other. And secondly, your leaders, well, they should have wisdom enough to sort these small disputes out within the church. You shouldn't be running to the courts all the time because that's what was happening in Corinth and it was shaming the church. Yeah, not good. Now, boys and girls, you're probably not taking people from your church to court all the time. But as Christians, we represent Jesus and his church in the same way the Corinthians did. Oh, how do you mean, Dave? Well, Paul says the unbelievers in Corinth would see how the Corinthian Christians were acting, and that was shaming the church. And so the question is, boys and girls, when people who don't know about Jesus look at us and how we act and how we treat people, well, what do they see? The people in your class at school, the teachers even, the kids in your soccer team, do they see something different in you? Might they think, wow, that kid's living their life in a different way. There's really something different there. Or if they find out you were a Christian, would they be surprised? Would they say, huh, I had no idea they act just the same as everyone else? Oh, good question, Dave. Gosh, I hope there'd be a difference. Yep. And Marvin, it's not that we have to be perfect all the time. We all make mistakes. And we can't do it on our own. It's not about us making ourselves different. It's about us, with the Holy Spirit's help, just doing our best to follow Jesus and to live our lives his way. See, that will make us different. Okay, yeah, I see. So, boys and girls, today, let's pray that God will help us to be a good witness to all the people around us. Let's pray that he will help us all to be little signposts pointing the people around us right to Jesus and the difference he makes. Oh, yeah, I like that, Dave. Little signposts. Okay, yep, will do. And, you know, I think that's it for today, boys and girls. So have a wonderful Tuesday, and we'll be back tomorrow with our old chum, Benjamin. Okay, great. Well, yep, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Go be signposts. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.